Hey everybody, I'm Zach. And I'm Jesse. And you're watching Tesla Time News. Episode 167 on Now You Know. We're brought to you by our fantastic Patreon patrons. We have exclusive t-shirts, signed posters, mugs, coasters, hats, monthly live stream, shoutouts, end of credits, on-air questions, polls, Discord, and bonus stories uh, for our patrons. So head over there if any of those sounded interesting to you. And as Amazon Associates, we earn from qualifying purchases. Link is down below. And we're brought to you by ecoware.us. New designs uploaded every single week, and every single product is carbon offset, and then on top of that, for every order, we plant a tree, which means that it is carbon negative. Look at this cool new design this week. Yes. And uh, see, again, yeah, look at that, lungs. And it's a tree, the Amazon rainforest. Lungs of the world, people hate me for saying that, but... uh... (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. And you can get your discount code for Fully Charged Live. We will be speaking there um, on February 1st and 2nd in Austin, Texas with Robert Llewellyn. So get your tickets and head on down and join us. Hey, Zach and Jesse. It's Michael here from Climate Exchange. We're trying to educate people on carbon pollution pricing so that we can, way we can take meaningful action on climate change. To do that, we're going to need your support because changing public policy isn't cheap and it's not easy. So we're raffling off your choice of a fully loaded Tesla. Model X, S, or 3 performance. Not only are we going to pay for the vehicle, but we're also going to pay for the taxes so you don't have to. We're only selling 4,000 tickets this year, so head over to carbonraffle.org to enter today. So you may have noticed that we started releasing our Autonomous Driving Future series, and, and some of you who have been watching for quite a while have noticed that, like, Didn't you already release this? Yes, we released this uh, over two years ago and we were thinking like, oh, let's uh, let's update it. Let's, you know, make some necessary changes. And we were watching it and we were like, there's not a lot to change. We did a pretty good job for two years ago. So we're going to be releasing that over the next few weeks um, because uh, honestly, we were a teeny little channel back then and not enough people saw it. All right. So it seems like it was like a month ago, but it was actually just last Tuesday that Elon tweeted out that the Gigafactory 4 will be located in Germany, specifically 40 kilometers right outside of Berlin. And he tweeted that they'll be building the batteries, the powertrains and the vehicles for the Model Y. Now, according to Elon, Gigafactory 4 should be operational by the end of 2021. And you can see here that this is the plot of land where it's going to be built right now. It's primarily a forest. Wait a minute. Hang on. There's trees there. So you're saying that Trelon Musk is going to have to cut down some trees to make his Gigafactory for it? Unacceptable. Uh, yep, they are going to have to cut down some trees, uh, Unpleasant oh, Guy. Oh, no. But guess what, Unpleasant Guy? <laughs> what? Uh, they stated that they're going to plant three times as many trees as they take down. So, gotcha. Go back to your Unpleasant Cave. Right. Uh, that's That's much better than most companies where they just cut down stuff and then they go... See ya, sucker. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Some other exciting news that took place in Germany this week is that uh, Tesla won the Golden Steering Wheel Award, which is Germany's most prestigious award for automobiles given out. Uh, Since 1982, Build Sonntag and the Auto Build Group uh, award for the best cars in the market every year. And as you can see here, a bunch of cars won it, but in their class, the Model 3 won it this year. Wow. And so it won it away from BMW and Volkswagen and Audi, all of those other cars 
did not get it. The Model 3 won the golden steering wheel yeah. in Germany. That's exactly right. Wow. Yes. Uh, I think the you know the other CEOs of the German car companies are like, what do you, hey, dude, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? You're not a German uh, car manufacturer. And Pretty soon they will be. A lot of people thought, you know, there's been rumors of a partnership between VW and Tesla. And they're like, oh, maybe there's going to be an announcement here. Mm. But VW chief executive Herbert Diess on Friday said the German car maker has no plans to cooperate with startup electric car maker Tesla. So interesting to note here that Tesla just surpassed Daimler in market cap, becoming the world's third biggest car maker. Wait, they're not the world's third biggest car maker. Uh, Daimler makes more cars than Tesla does. Makes more cars, but in terms of market capitalization, Tesla is the third biggest. If you take all the stocks that they have and you multiply it by the stock price, that gets you your market cap and that is what we're talking about. Yes, and uh, that makes Tesla the US's most valuable car maker. Meanwhile, Daimler is cutting $1.4 billion in jobs and investment. So just another point here, Tesla will be the second biggest car manufacturer in Germany. So the next time some Fudster starts putting down Tesla at the water cooler, just respond with, oh, you mean the Tesla that's America's most valuable car maker? That Tesla? (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, it is a startup, right? Uh, according to Herbert Dees, it's a startup, yeah. I think it's just getting started. That's <laughs> what he maybe he meant. And when people say to us, I mean, how are you going to have electric cars everywhere as fast as you guys say it's going to happen? Well, VW just broke ground last week in Chattanooga, Tennessee, on an $800 million factory expansion that will produce electric cars, starting with the all-electric crossover based on the ID Cross concept. That car will roll off the line in Tennessee in 2022, but Americans will be able to get it in 2020. It'll just be imported from Germany. And the ID Buzz electric microbus will follow. Yay. I mean, I, I, everyone loves the look I, of Everyone that. likes that car. Now, speaking of Chattanooga, Tennessee, take a look at this map here. Jesse and I are planning a possible road trip to Austin, Texas to go to the Fully Charged Live event in February. And we thought to ourselves, wouldn't it be great if we could stop and meet some cool, interesting companies and people on the way if we do decide to road trip? So we set up a Google form. Yep. And if you live within those red lines, roughly. Right. It looks like it looks like a hurricane projection. <laughs> this is we're not a hurricane. Um, and the green line is just to show that we'll be in there. We're not that's not our route. No. Um, so if you if you live within that projection um, and you have something interesting that you think that uh you know, now you know as viewers would be interested in. Please, uh, we're, we're going to put a form down below, a Google form, for you to fill out some information about uh, stuff that might be interesting. And so we're not sure if we're going to be going down yet. Um, it, it There's a whole lot of factors on whether we want to take a multi-week road trip down to uh, Austin, Texas. But we were open to the idea and we just wanted to see who might join us. Yeah. Now, Jesse, I noticed you got here to the studio quicker today than normal. Yeah, well, that's because my Model 3, mid-range, uh, now goes 0 to 60 in 4.9 seconds. No, it doesn't. You you have the mid-range, uh-huh. which goes 0 to 60 in 5.6, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, with the latest update, mm-hmm. the mid-range, which is the best Model 3 you could have bought and you didn't, it now goes 0 to 60 in 4.9. No, no, that see. is a 10% power increase. No, I, I so know. on that last update, it was a software update where they changed how the motor controllers worked. What? I got a 10% power increase. Do you see that I haven't stopped smiling since we started this story? It's a fun <laughs> mode. How is it possible that they updated the power of your motor with an update? Uh, so it's a you know motor controller firmware. 
wow. Yeah. Right? I mean, that. so the funny story, though, I started the update and then it was like, oh, we need to go to the store to get something. Um, and my car was still updating. So I was like, okay, fine. We'll take the leaf. So we took the leaf to the store and we came back and I had just been driving the leaf. And then I got in my car with this update where I'm going zero to 60, uh, over half a second faster. And, um, coming from the leaf, especially, I highly recommend if you have a leaf or any other car, that's not a Tesla, uh, drive that before you do after the update because i mean i probably would have thought that it was faster even if if i was like oh it actually says update failed but i mean it it, it is faster and it has got a new noise what do you mean a new noise? it it's a good noise from the motor yeah it sounds like it's in pushing harder hyperdrive yeah it's so wow. cool now this also applies to the performance model 3 right it was going uh, 0 to 60 at 3.2 seconds now with the update it's 2.8 seconds according to drag times that's extraordinarily <laughs> exciting because i mean again you buy a car and you don't expect it to get better overnight right like maybe you're like oh i'll i'll, I'll start a project i'll i'll tweak some things or something like that with nothing you didn't have to go in anywhere they didn't have to plug in anything they didn't have to add anything to your car take something out you're getting a, a, a more fun car this is a unique car buying you experience. can see why people at work hate tesla owners because you know the first week you get a car everyone's used to it like okay great gladys you got your new right. mazda great and then and then it's over right, right? and then you don't we have can to all, hear from gladys just, again and we can just all go back right. to our lives and we don't have to keep talking about your stupid car gladys but with model threes every model three owner uh over this past week is now gloating again right. to their friends. It's like they bought a brand new car. And that's the feeling that I get is that I bought a brand new car. Right. There's a whole other side to this update, which is hold mode. Oh, yeah. We talked about it briefly last week. Now I've actually gotten to use it. And I freaking love it. Yeah, everyone does. The way it works is you obviously have regen braking. Mm -hmm. The regen braking usually would get you down to about eight miles an hour. And then it, would, it doesn't have enough power to do enough. Now, apparently, regen braking has enough to slow you down even more, and then it'll brake blend without you touching the brake pedal, and it'll bring the car to the most smooth, buttery smooth stop you've ever really? felt. It's like a chauffeur from the movie. I feel like Jeeves is driving my car. Wow. Yeah. Now, our buddy Mr. G went to SEMA in Las Vegas, and he's got a report for us. All right, Zach and Jesse, I'm here in New Jersey with my electric Fiero. This was converted to California years ago. But if you want to know about the latest and greatest on electric car conversions, last week I was at the SEMA show, which is Specialty Equipment Manufacturers Association. It's basically a hot rod show, anything you want to upgrade on a vehicle. Now including electrics, even Chevy had a crate motor that you could just drop in. Basically they put three bolts motors in a row and now you can buy that and put it right in your car all right let's go to the video i'll show you all about it see you later all right we're at sema chevy's got a crate motor from the basically from the chevy bolt they put an electric motor all the parts all right so think about this you can take the motor out of a chevy bolt and just a, a pretend bell housing adapter with motor mounts very nicely done motor mounts, battery pack just sitting in there. Same as you'd find in a Chevy Bolt. This is it right here, this carrier. That's all they did. Didn't even go underneath. It's a uh, Porsche 911 with an electric motor in the back. That's a Tesla drivetrain.
you know, it's a partnership between different, uh, but EV West does the Tesla swaps. So check this out right here. Can you guess the car? Yeah, that's a uh, electric DeLorean with Tesla motor in the bottom, I think. Let's take a tour. Alright, check it out. This is the Nikola off-road vehicle. It's all electric with the power pack on the bottom. It's got your differential right here, except this one has a motor and a motor with the controller on top. And then they can do torque vectoring between it, which is like power on the left, power on the right. Yeah. 120 kilowatt pack, which is massive. It's like a full-on off-road cage. It's got a cage, safety cage, not for the street. It's kind of like a side-by-side, -side, but fully outfitted like it's going on the street, but it's not. Back at the high school shop, this is the car we did years ago where we added components and upgraded to electric. And that's what SEMA show is all about, hot-rodding your car. All right, I'm Mr. G, back to you, Zach and Jesse, and now you know. Well, thank you, Mr. G. Yeah. It's so great to have our community that just goes out around the world and covers stuff for everybody. Absolutely. Now, we were fortunate enough uh, a couple weeks ago to go down to New York City and drive in a production model Arkimoto. Arkimoto, you remember, is the three-wheeled electric vehicle that we've been talking all about. And uh, they've actually gone into production. So we went down there. Take a look at some footage here. We're driving around New York City. It is so fun. I think you, we both agree it was the most fun we've had driving around New York City ever. I feel like an idiot because um, they named the Arkimoto the fun utility vehicle. And I was kind of expecting it to be like average. I don't know why I was expecting the average utility vehicle. It's super duper fun. It's got an insane amount of power for yeah. how small it is. Yeah, I was just kind of expecting it to be like a golf cart. It's it's m much beefier than a golf cart, and it feels really good. Also, it has range. It, it Urban range is 102 miles. Right. I mean, we could have driven around all day yeah. um, on those things, and, and also, I almost did. Also, when it was time to go to lunch, finding a parking space, super easy. Exactly. You, it's so small, you just put it anywhere. Right. You could practically share parking spaces. It, it's It's that cool. Now, the cool thing is, is that because they're in production now, they're taking orders. Um, and so if you would like to use our referral code, um, you can go to Arkimoto. And uh, during the checkout process, here's the screen here. Don't miss it. There's a little spot to put now you know into the referral. We don't know exactly what it's going to get you. It's kind of a secret referral code. It's a $100 refundable deposit to put your name in. If you're interested at all, I would put your name in because production is going to be a little slow to start until they can really ramp up. So the faster you get your name in, the faster you're going to get your your Arkimoto. Yeah. Um, I am super excited to get one of my own because yeah. this was just pure fun. Oh, and just another thing that's interesting. We're investors here on the show. We try and let you know about companies that might be worth investing in. Mm -hmm. This is a company I think you might want to look into. Now, yeah. Jesse and I are long on this stock, so keep that in mind. This is not financial advice. But if you're looking for a company that's into sustainable energy transportation, go take a look at FUV on NASDAQ. This is this is Arkimoto's stock. Yeah. It's extraordinarily undervalued right now. Uh, I think a lot of people started shorting the stock, probably for a lot of the same reasons they short Tesla. Um, 
it's well, and I think a lot of people don't understand the stock. Right. They probably saw that they're just producing a few vehicles right now and don't understand that the ramp is happening and that people want it. There's thousands of people on the waiting list for this car. Yes. Our friend Aviv from Israel let us know that he saw that Tesla was looking for a country manager for Israel um, on November 12th on their career website. And then it was taken down after being swamped with thousands of applicants. Ooh. So in less than 24 hours, apparently they had enough applicants, um, which is a good indication that Tesla might be moving to Israel next. Nice. Now, on Monday, Starlink launched the next version of Starlink satellites, version 1.0, and there were 60 of them in this launch. And we found out that these are going to have four times higher the bandwidth than the last batch of satellites, version 0.9. So there's 60 satellites already in space, 60 more are just launched, and they will have one terabit per second of throughput. Um, and each satellite weighs about 225 kilos or 500 pounds each. Now, I had thought that they were going to be like these little mini sats. But no, no, these are like these bathtubs. Are, these are full-sized, big old communication satellites um, bringing internet to the world. The cool thing is that they're 100% demisable, which means that you can uh, burn them up in the atmosphere anywhere because uh, basically no nothing will hit the ground. It's just going to burn all up. So if for whatever reason you're like, hey, we need to get rid of that satellite, you can be like, okay, satellite, go away, and it'll <laughs> – It'll, uh, you know, do a little retrograde. Oh, I see. So you don't have to worry about like a piece of it hitting the earth. Like, right. It'll just, just burn gonna, up in the atmosphere. Right. Oh, cool. Now, what I thought was cool is that it's got Krypton fueled ion thrusters. Are we defending against Superman or something? I'm just saying it could be a Superman defense network. From from the the Kryptonites, the the Kryptons, <laughs> right? Oh, interesting. Now another cool video here. So you're seeing the the launch of them, and you can see the little dots of light. Those are the satellites just uh, drifting off of the spacecraft, getting themselves into mm -hmm. orbit. And then this is a shot looking down into the rocket. That is a pool of liquid fuel inside the rocket. I have never seen anything like that before i mean obviously i've seen like a pool of stuff before but not something that's in space that is rocket fuel and inside of the rocket you know what else is cool right here is version 0.9 of the satellites these are the ones that were launched uh, previously mm -hmm. and now you've got version 1.0 and so starlink i mean spacex is innovating but starlink is innovating like all of Elon's companies are just innovating all the time. They're not right. happy with what was just done. They, they always try and up it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm super excited about getting internet anywhere on Earth. That sounds a pretty good to me. Now, we just talked about speeds going up. Unfortunately, in the Netherlands, speeds are going down. But from, it's for a reason. Uh, from 2020, the current top speed of 81 miles an hour or 130 kilometers an hour will be reduced to 62 miles an hour. That's 100 kilometers an hour between 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. But... Uh, if you're driving at night, the speed limits will stay the same. Now, why are they doing this? This is to combat climate change. Because basically when you're when you're in a an internal combustion engine car and you're going over 60 miles an hour, the car is not being as efficient as it can be and it's putting out way more CO2 and other pollutants uh, when you're zipping along. But you're getting there faster. Yeah, but that doesn't make it better. Oh. So we go from a European country who got it right to a European country who got it wrong. Yeah, Venice was hit with its worst flooding in 50 years. The regional council voted last Wednesday to reject a number of measures to combat climate change. Then two minutes after the vote, the council's chambers flooded for the first time in its history. Pretty ironic. That's If that ain't irony. Yeah, we got more to say about this, but I think we'll talk about it in the Patreon bonus story yes. where we've got more time to... Uh, burst out of, yes. <laughs> out of our brains, yeah. Some good news here. The Boring Company broke ground last Friday on the Las Vegas People Mover Tunnel. There's a live stream you can watch of the tunnel access point uh, 
basically where they're tunneling. Oh, Brent, Bobby, put that up now. Yeah, this is this is live from whenever Brent and Bobby were editing. So either they're working hard or they're hardly working. Right. Uh, I mean, it's pretty early here. It's even earlier there. I don't know. Yeah, so they're tunneling down. Uh, they're starting 40 feet under the Las Vegas Convention Center campus. They're going to drill two one-mile tunnels that will move 4,400 people an hour. It'll take less than two minutes to get from one end of the campus to the other, which would normally be a 40-minute walk. So they're drilling at 100 feet per day, and the first tunnel should be done by January. The second tunnel should be done by March. Um, they also have to build three stations, um, which will take some time. So basically, the whole thing is supposed to be ready in time for CES 2020. So that's January of 2021. And this project is only costing the convention center $52.5 million, way cheaper than any of the other bids to move these people around. I think this is super exciting. I mean, this is one of the first times we're actually going to get to see the Boring Company in action. They are digging tunnels in other places like uh, near Baltimore. Uh, We haven't heard a peep about it. Um, So it's, it's nice to have an event where they're actually... Digging a tunnel, and they're telling everyone about it. This is another reason why you guys have to subscribe to our channel, because we need to get to a million subscribers so that CES will invite us for press passes so we can go to that. Yeah, yeah. And, what uh, the cover heck, it. CES? Yeah. I mean, I dislike how a YouTube channel with a million 12 year olds subscribed <laughs> is valued more highly than a million, like, full grown adults with right. buying habits and, 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 and time. Brains. Yeah. Right. So, NASA just completed a study which concluded that Boeing is going to charge about $90 million a seat on their Starliner, which is their uh, way to get to the International Space Station. Sounds pretty good. Um, And SpaceX is going to do it for $55 million a seat, which means that Boeing is charging 60% more than SpaceX for the exact same thing. I don't know if, uh, you know, it's that much more because it's like first class. You might, yeah, I think you get more like room. They're gonna, they're gonna be coming around with like warmed peanuts yeah. and uh, and champagne right. on, the, on the flight up to the International <laughs> that could, Space that's Station. That's probably what it is, yeah. Uh, I, but basically, this shows you what happens when rockets are reusable. You can severely uh, reduce the price of, of getting into space. And because SpaceX has no competition, they could probably do it for cheaper, but they don't have to because Boeing can only do it for $90 million. Now, speaking of cheaper, uh, e-bikes are going to get cheaper because the Trump administration has agreed to drop the 25% tariff on imported Chinese e-bikes and components. This will help bring the price of e-bikes, e-scooters, and e-motorcycles down for everybody in the U.S., which is good because we're covering lots of different e-bikes and e-scooters on this channel, so you should definitely check those reviews out. So Ford's all-electric SUV was just revealed in L.A. Um, they just announced that there's a $500 refund deposit if you go to Ford.com. We're going to be at the LA Auto Show, so we're going to bring you a lot more information about the Mach-E when we're there. And just by the way, if uh, if you're in the LA area, we will be at the LA Auto Show on Friday at 10 a.m. So if you're going to the Auto Show, we'd love to do a meetup with you guys. We'll post our exact location on our Twitter and our Facebook. There should be a lot of other exciting stuff at the LA Auto Show. I mean, Tesla's going to be there. It's a very good chance that the Cybertruck will appear there after the unveil the night before. So you definitely want to check that out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other cool stuff. Like I heard that there's going to be a robot following us around with luggage in it and stuff. Uh, yeah, there's all sorts of different things that are going to be happening. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a very exciting week uh, because of the L.A. Auto Show. And, yeah, we'll be there. We're going to be covering all the different electric cars that are there. Hopefully there's lots of them. Hopefully we have people to talk to. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the Ford Mach-E because a lot of people are excited about this car. Um, it's got the lineage of the Mustang. All right, so let's take a look at the specs. And now, can you tell me, a lot of these, Jesse, say that they're um, 
target specs. What does that mean? This means that it's the target. It's what they're shooting for. It oh, doesn't okay. mean that they know. Okay. So, because uh, they don't. Range. So the EPA estimated target range, uh, they're shooting for 300 miles. Now, that is for the longest range version of the Mach-E. Okay. How about zero to 60 time? This would be a mid three second. That's just for the GT version with options. Okay. Uh, how about charge time? So they have an estimated average DC charge of 47 miles in 10 minutes, which is such a helpful guide. Now, because Ford hasn't really sold any electric cars before, I assume you can get the full U.S. federal tax credit if you live here in the U.S. Well, you can. However, it's not the only electric car that Ford has sold. They have sold the Focus Electric. I think they sold uh, like 2,000 of them. So okay, so there's plenty left. You don't have to worry too much about the federal tax credit going away. Right. But yeah, I mean, it, it is exciting to be talking about a car that is going to have the full tax credit again. All right, well, let's talk about the price then. So what what's the uh, MSRP? So the first edition... Edition, the one that's coming out first, that's why they call it the first edition, is going to cost 59900 Okay, before before incentives. Before incentives. Okay, that's cool. So it'll have an estimated range of 270 miles, uh, mid five second, zero to 60 time, all wheel drive and 19 inch wheels. Yep. And so then there'll be other variants that'll come out after that. Yeah, and we'll have to see what the price and the range ends up being on them. Um, they have like a whole list of different things that they think is going to be, but I don't feel like reporting on it until we have more accurate numbers. Now, the European Investment Bank, the EIB, which is the European Union's financing department, they will stop funding almost all fossil fuel projects by the end of 2021. Last year, they funded 2 billion euros on fossil fuel projects. So say goodbye to that. That's, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. We've been reporting on this. Uh, the Trump administration has been fighting California on fuel efficiency standards. And California has been fighting back, basically saying, hey, we need cleaner air. But different car companies have sided differently, right? Uh, GM, Toyota, and FCA have sided with the Trump administration. Well, now there's a lot of backlash against those companies, especially Prius owners. One of the biggest reasons that people buy a Prius is to be eco-friendly. Right. And for the longest time, the Prius was your best bet. Best option was to buy a Prius. Well, and you know, the funny thing is here is that Toyota has made this statement. They said, Toyota is passionate about the environment and reducing our impact. Our drive for continuous improvement of society Society is built into our DNA. And as a leader in electrified vehicles, it's who we are as a company. Don't actions speak louder than words? They Why? do. I mean, don't bother saying anything, Toyota. Yeah, I mean, I they mean, sided with the Trump administration to effectively roll back emission standards. And that is just so that way they can sell more pickup trucks, more gas guzzling cars. And shame on you, Toyota. And I, I'm not the only one who feels that way. Lots of people have been tweeting at Toyota saying basically that they're going to be selling their Priuses. What are they going to go to now? The Model 3, because it costs about the same to buy a Prius as it costs to buy a Model 3. So it's not that hard for people in that situation to just say, I'm going to buy a Model 3. It's a no-brainer. There's no tailpipe emissions. You can power it entirely from solar, from wind, from hydro, whatever you got. You can just plug it right in there, and that's what you're being powered with. Right, because when people bought the Prius uh, early on, there was no other option to go green. But now there is. Exactly. Remember Lucid Motors? No. The ones. Yes, that one. That yeah. was a that's a wow blast from the past, huh? Well, they're back. Uh, Lucid Motors, you remember, they got an injection of about a billion dollars from Saudi Arabia last year. Well, now they have finally broken ground on their Casa Grande, Arizona factory, and they say they're going to start production of their Lucid Air luxury BEV in late 2020. 
Now, so do you remember is, the stats on that? Yeah, and and I remember at the time being pretty impressed with the stats. It was going to have a range of 240 miles. It was going to have a $60,000 base price, which at the time was like, oh, hey, that's, that's like a Model S. But now I'm not so sure anymore because can't I just get a, a Model 3 for less money, have more range? And like autopilot and stuff like that. I mean, back in the day, back when we were talking about this three years ago, I was super excited. It was over the moon. Oh my gosh, there's going to be this other electric car company. But not so exciting in late 2020. Wait a minute. How are they going to have the factory built and the car come out in one year? Okay. Tesla's doing it. Okay, Tesla's doing it. But they're doing it in China. But I will say that Peter Hulk Holdinger was Tesla's former head of production at Fremont. He is now working for Lucid Motors in the same capacity. So maybe, you know. I hope they pull it off. I honestly do because I, I want to see a Lucid car and I want to and I, and I drive it, obviously. So, Jesse, take a look at this stock chart here. This is a stock chart for... Oh, that's Tesla, right? Uh, yeah, because I said it dips and then it goes back up. So that's like uh, Tesla. Uh, no, that's that's Amazon. What are you talking about? That's not what Amazon looks like. Amazon's way more pricey than that. Well, so you were thinking of this one as Tesla, right? And I see why you got confused because they look almost similar. In fact, Brent, Bobby, put both on the screen there. Almost hard to tell apart. Uh, but that stock chart you're seeing there from Amazon, that's not from today. That was from back in 2010. Uh, this is the stock chart for Amazon today. And what we were just looking at is that little purple section there. Oh, 350 is like peanuts to where it could be going. Yeah. And to back that argument up, uh, let's take a look at this tweet from Kathy Wood from ARK Invest. She's talking about the fact that, um, that you know, that Bloomberg study we talked about in our in-depth last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you take all the aggregate data from that study, you get a Model 3 score of 91. Well, what Kathy points out here is that the Apple iPhone, when it came out in 2010, had a score of 73. The, I'm sorry, the, the iPhone? Yeah. Basically, anything over 70 is considered world class. And Tesla. <laughs> Tesla got a 91. So I thought, let's take a look at Apple stock. Do you see any similarities there? See how it was kind of going up, took a big dip, and then shot to the moon? Yeah, what happened right there? Uh, that was the release of the iPhone. And a lot of people are like, can they come out with it? Will it really do anything? Wow. It, who's going to want it? Who's going to want to switch from a flip phone? Right. I remember at the time, it was like, oh, but I already have the iTouch and I have my cell phone. Right. I wouldn't want to listen to music on my phone. So, I mean, when people ask you where they think Tesla stock is headed, um, that's maybe that's an indicator. That could probably be where it's going. So China's Ministry of Industry and Technology granted Tesla the permit to start production of the Model 3 in Shanghai. Wow. And so many Fudsters didn't think that that was going to happen. But it did. Oh. So EVs outsold manual transmission cars in the U.S. last quarter, according to J.D. Power. About 1.1% of car buyers bought cars with clutch pedals in Q3, while 1.9 chose an EV. And keep in mind that a large percentage of the people buying EVs were buying Model 3s. So Jesse, take a look at these pictures here. Wait, is that the Tesla Cybertruck? No, no, no. The, these are both electric concepts unveiled from startup Neuron at the Import Expo in Shanghai. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. That's the Tesla semi-truck. Uh, no, that's the uh, Neuron Torque. That is an electric semi-truck. No, no. Yes, th this is the... Uh, Tesla semi-truck. Um, Can you see the difference? Not really. And then uh, the other truck that you thought was the Cybertruck, that is the T-1 or Tone or T-1. T-1. <laughs> uh, it's an innovative, multi-purpose, all-in-one EUV. That's an electric utility vehicle created for commercial and personal use. Now, they have no timeline announced, um, but they showed off the torque as a real physical thing you could touch. At, but the Tone, uh, which is the pickup truck there, was only a rendering for now. It seems like they're trying to get a leap from the Cybertruck events. 
but yeah uh, i mean well it's it's quite easy people have never heard of tesla before so they see something that looks like it might be the tesla truck one of the trucks that tesla is going to be making and they get a huge boost from that from people who are like is that the tesla truck that elon's making now, I had never heard of Neuron before, but it turns out it's a California-based startup, but they are heavily funded by Chinese backers. Interesting. All right, it's time for Throwback Thursdays, and we're going to be doing that on the Patreon bonus stories this week. Because it's way too long. Yeah. We were we spent like an hour working on it, and we were like, this will not fit in the normal show. So, sorry about that one. All right, it's time for video contributor stories, and we've got our buddy Philippe in France. Hello, Zach and Jesse. This is Philippe Rioda reporting from the uh, first meeting in Normandy organized by the Tesla Owners Club in France, where some of the local uh, owners organized a very nice weekend, two days with lots of visits of the beautiful surrounding in Normandy, the Swiss Normand, and uh, a lot of uh, Tesla owners, including lots of Model 3. We were in total 23 Tesla owners with S, X, and 3s, um, and enjoying a lot of uh, the surrounding, as I said. Uh, we did have um, various uh, physical activities, um, as kayak on the Orn River, um, which is really, really beautiful. We also had um, a crossing around um, the roads. Um, and not disturbing at all the wildlife. You can hear the, the birds here. Of course, being in Normandy, we had um, gastronomic stops in, in uh, nice places, but uh, also having a coffee machine uh, powered by uh, external battery, of course. Um, we had a nice stop for um, eating at lunchtime. In the evening, we went also doing some uh, electric activity um, as uh, there is a place in, near Caen where they have a, a fully electric indoor system, which is really, really nice to avoid the nasty smell and noise of the indoor karting activity. So that was really nice and the kids enjoyed it. Uh, as much as the adults as well. On the following day, we had a more remembrance uh, moment. Uh, just 75 years after the D-Day, we went back and have all the uh, Teslas on the uh, beaches of Normandy uh, to have a, a moment of uh, remembrance. So now you know. Wow, that was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, stunning. Really. I know. I feel and and it felt like the appropriate car for the places they were driving through. Like yeah, didn't so non, quiet. Yeah, exactly. I know it's so nice hearing the birds. That was that incredible. was a great touch. <laughs> wow. All right, it's time for our Patreon bonus stories. If you'd like to support us on the show, you can head over to Patreon. The link is down below. Support us for as little as a buck a month. You'll get to see all of our Patreon bonus stories. See you in a minute. <laughs> Well, that was most certainly not a minute. Woo! That was a long Patreon bonus wow. story. But we're back, and it's time we're for the shout-outs. We're pumped. Okay, let's see if we can get through them here. All right. We got Michael Mobley. Diane and John Reeder. We've got David Pfeiffer. Matthew Neuendorfer. Robert Chenoweth. Melville Held. Dominic Mueller. Lorienchu Kosaro. Build Skyway, Save the Planet. Ivo Van Essen. 
Oliver Lehman, WTF Kever, and Jeff Rogers. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We couldn't do it without you. All right, it's time for Elon's Tweets of the Week. Let's see what we got. Um, so Brandon said, thoughts on saving dash cam footage when honking the horn? And Elon said, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense, Brandon. What a that, great what idea. What a great idea. Uh, Elon put a poll on Twitter and he said, gentrify Mordor? Wait, wait, yes, down. no. What, what does that mean? Gentrifying an area. And then Mordor, you know, like... Oh, like Mordor from uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Come oh, on, come on, keep up. David Travers said, I'm pretty sure that's what happened after they destroyed the ring. And Elon says, seems likely. Elves equals hipsters. <laughs> Elon tweeted, right now, trajectory of neurosilicon symbiosis doesn't appear to intersect trajectory of AGI. Goal of Neuralink is to raise this probability above 0.0%. So, so what, for, what's adjusted gross income have to do with this? No, no, no. That's <laughs> artificial general intelligence. Elon, you're not Duh. supposed to use acronyms. <laughs> yeah, Come true. on. That's true. And this is, again, why I hate Twitter. Um, I know that it's a okay, good platform. Can you platform. explain this to me, though? This is complicated. Yeah, okay. So, but what he's saying is basically, uh, right now, artificial intelligence is going to develop before we have a way to interact with it directly with our brains. Right. So, what, That's what Neuralink, what is, Neuralink is going to do is have an interface between your brain and the computers. So, that way so that we they, don't become house cats. We don't become house cats or or Terminator doesn't happen because we can go like with our brains talking real gotcha. fast to the computers, be like, don't kill all of us. And then they'll probably do it anyway. But at least we'll have told them. Gotcha. Using our brains. Uh, this tweet from Casey Neistat, he said, having Tesla Energy survey my house, asked the guy if he needed a ladder to see the roof. He whipped out the most boss selfie stick I've ever seen. And Elon said, innovation comes in many ways. Was, uh, when was the last time you had a contractor whip out a selfie stick to take a picture of the roof? That goes I'm, two stories high. I'm pretty sure we've had roofers over the house before and none of them had any selfie sticks. That's freaking awesome. How cool is that? All right, it's time for Community Mail Time. Community Mail Time. So Sam from Innovative Sustainable Solutions, and I think he's got a question coming up later. Uh -huh. uh, he's wearing the new T-shirt. Very and cool. And look, it looks like we made the T-shirt for his car. Look at that. He's got solar on his car. Go check out his YouTube channel. He works on that Nissan Leaf and uh, does all sorts of cool things to it. Our friend Goran uh, showed us these pictures of him charging at an Ionity charger in Varberg, Sweden. Um, and next to him is a Polestar 2. Wow. Cool. That's pretty cool. My friend David got his Model 3. Now, David and I went to high school together. That's so cool. That is really cool. David, congratulations. Uh, he's been wanting an electric car, I think, longer than I have. So, I think I think I recall talking about this with him way back in the oh day. Oh, my God. David could have planted the seed in Maybe your brain. That could be it. <laughs> there could have been no show if there weren't for David. So, thank you so much, David. Uh, Christopher summons his Model 3 inside. So, apparently... You can summon a Model 3 inside as long as your phone has enough GPS to, to say that you are, you know, within uh, a given radius. You can summon your Model 3 inside. What? So this is pretty interesting because I kind of pictured that the Model 3 would need to plan its route using satellite imagery, which it seems to do. But apparently it can improvise when it doesn't got, have any. I just got an idea. What? I mean, it's too bad you're not a kid anymore. But if, if we had had Model 3s when you were a kid, we could have had a Model 3 birthday party. 
model through how like chase the car uh pin the tail on the car <laughs> like all sorts of fun things going on there seems, in fact you still can i mean right if you got kids just go I out i don't to understand the... why you don't think we could do this birthday party for me now <laughs> all right we will and our buddy art who's a patreon he reached out to us and he said i couldn't find a canadian bank to move my accounts to so i decided to try to convince my current bank to divest from oil and gas by starting a petition it seems to have lost traction but i'll keep working on it so what he's talking about is a few weeks ago we did an in-depth about how you can move your money out of your bank, which is giving money to oil companies, into a bank that doesn't do that. Well, it seems like he couldn't find the right bank for him. He's doing the right thing. He's petitioning them. And Art, uh, we checked your petition. You've yeah. got over 1,400 signatures. You're doing great. But let's get some more on there. Yeah, so, so the, we'll hit put the, the link. link. Link down in the description. Uh, we'll, we'll say, you know, Art's link for bank petition. Uh, go sign, sign the petition. Hopefully his bank will move away from uh, loaning money to fossil fuels. Yeah. And but we'll I, have a nicer future. I do want to point out, you know, even if you can't find an official bank that you know pledges against it, if you go to your local credit union, most of them just loan money out for things like people getting cars and buying homes, and they're not really into loaning big oil companies. So right. just go to a local credit union, and you should be good. And our friend Daryl points out that AAA offers EVGo charging discounts. So if you've got AAA and you need EVGo to charge, maybe you can get that discount. Man, Daryl, where were you like two years ago when I had my leaf? I was paying out the nose for. for for fast charging on my leaf. Oof. All right, it's time for our on-air question of the week and innovative, sustainable solutions. Sam has this question. He says, same question I pester you guys with every week. All things considered, maintenance and fuel costs, how many miles down the road does a base Model 3, $39,000, I believe, become cheaper than a base new economy ICE car, about $15,000, question mark. Also, what's the monthly payment on a base Model 3? This is useful info for your listeners on a very tight budget. Thanks. We did some math. Now, there is no such thing as a $15,000 uh, base model in a midsize class. For, for an ICE car. For an, for an ICE car. Right, because right. if you want to compare Model 3 to a comparable car, you're going to have to pick something like a Honda Accord. And the base model on that is going to be about $24,000. So that's new, what we pick. Right, if you're buying a new right. one. So $24,000 Honda Accord, $39,000 Model 3. How soon will they break even? And what we did, we used California for our gas and electric prices. And we calculated that it would take 187,500 miles to break even. So even though the Honda's cheaper, drive it for pretty much a normal life that you would on a car. And the Model 3 should still be going quite well after that because it's got million-mile motors and so forth. And just as your Accord is starting to have major maintenance problems, you are going to have broken even. And every mile after that, you will save $0.08 cents a mile. Right. And I don't I don't even think it's just as your Accord. Because, I mean, around 100 miles is when most ICE cars start to go. 100,000 miles, And yeah. I don't know if it's going to make it to 187,000 miles. Right. I think the Tesla will. I think that you might have some slight range degradation, but I think it'll still work. Well, actually, it might be worth a whole lot more because by the time it gets to 187,000 miles, you could buy full self-driving and then you might be able to turn it into a robo-taxi. Right. Just saying. Also, but it, let's, right. let's not forget, the Model 3 is a safer car. It's less likely you'll get into an accident. Well, and if you do get into an accident, more likely that you'll be safe in it. And that you're this is you're comparing apples to oranges because, uh, you know, the Honda Accord is four-cylinder with 192 horsepower uh, versus the Tesla Model 3. Even the Standard Range Plus has 283 horsepower. So you're going to smoke that, that Honda Accord right. every single time. Plus, I mean, the Honda, you're going to have to bring it in for regular oil changes, regular brake pad changes, all that kind of stuff, whereas the Model 3, don't need to right. do that. The problem with this comparison is that we just we just chose one state at random, California, um, which has high energy rates and high gas prices. If you choose another state, uh, it's going to be completely different. So 
That's why we don't usually give an answer because it doesn't apply to everybody. Right. Kind of have to do that back in the napkin math on your own uh, in order to get the, a true realistic number. And at the same time, be thinking about all of the other benefits to yourself and, and society. I mean, keep in mind. A, st a standard range plus model three comes with autopilot right so if your commute sucks uh it no longer sucks right all right it's time for the results of last week's poll and we asked what do you think of the aways u5 remember that's the chinese uh suv electric suv that's coming out in europe and it was pretty much a mixed bag uh most people said nah not interested but some people said hmm, maybe and uh, quite a few people were like wow i'm very interested and honestly this is how i feel about it i mean i know that i said that it could be a tesla killer i don't have any idea if it's gonna be a tesla killer or not i'm just saying that like if it comes out as promised with the the price and the range that's pretty impressive we haven't seen anything like it so uh, that's why i'm interested in it i'm obviously very skeptical as i am with everything but i don't know all right it's time for good news bad news okay what's the what's the what's the bad news the bad news is that as zachary shahan reports in clean technica five of the top 10 banks um, have heavily funded fossil fuels and are still having sell ratings on Tesla stock. Take a look at this chart here. It's showing these banks are still heavily invested in fossil fuels. So, of course, they don't want Tesla to do well. Interesting. Okay, so what's the good news? Well, the good news is, um, remember that we've taught people how to move their money out of their banks into banks that care? Well, so far, we've had you guys move $1.7 million out of fossil fuel backing banks into banks that don't loan to big oil. Wow. $1.7 million. Keep it up, you guys. We have a form down below. So if you'd like to do this, find a bank like a local credit union that doesn't give to big banks or watch our in-depth. Yeah, watch our in-depth right over there. What? This one, this one. So you can stop watching. Start, watch this one the right. whole way through. Watch it, and you're going to find out how you can defund big oil for free right. by just switching your bank. And also, a, a lot of people have pointed out to me um, retirement funds. If you move your retirement fund into a fund that doesn't uh, loan money to fossil fuels, you've just defunded fossil fuels with your entire retirement fund. Nice. It's a huge thing that you can do. And also, we want you to go to that link and tell us how much you've moved so that way we can show how much we've moved the needle. Yeah, we want to keep track of that. All right, it's time for Supercharger Reviews. What do we got? Hey, Zach and Jesse. Greg McVicker here with Gabriela Castellan. And we are enjoying this charging station in Rockland, California. It's a really cool place because it's a Tesla service center. There's tons of Teslas everywhere. I've never seen so many in one place, actually. I think there are like 18 charging stations about, and a lot of them are sheltered by solar panels, so it's really nice to get in out of the sun because it can be pretty hot here. Um, it's one of our favorite stops because it's beautiful inside, air conditions, nice restrooms. Uh, coffee maker, water, nice couches. We bring a picnic lunch and enjoy it. They have a really fast charger here. I got almost 150 out of it, just right out of the, right out of the gate. And there's just a lot of nice people. See you guys. Hello, Jesse and Zach. This is George in Yorktown, New York. I am reporting from a supercharger here that's across the street from BJ's, Baskin and Robbins, uh, Dunkin Donuts, there's a Staples here and a pet shop. But the interesting thing that I thought I was going to show you is they actually have ice car parking here. And here is the sign that says 30 minutes of parking, which I found highly unusual. 
But in any event, I would rate this a eight, being it's so close to the highway, and it's got a lot of good places to shop and eat and waste a little bit of time while you're waiting for your car to be charged. So long, thank you. Hi, it's George here with a review of the brand new 24 stall Tesla version three supercharger that just opened up next to the link in Las Vegas. And it's an amazing supercharger that it will charge your car up to 180 miles of range in 15 minutes, as you can see my Model 3 in the background there. It's right next to the high roller, so it's really, really convenient. And just a tremendous number of stalls, and even all kinds of destination stalls. So I would have to give this a 10 out of 10. The supercharger version 3, for those of you that haven't used it, is simply amazing. Hi, this is Tracy. This is Shelby. And this is a Now You Know Supercharger Review. And we are brought to you by the Turtle Hospital in Marathon Key, Florida. And you can buy this t-shirt and help save, save a, a turtle. turtle. Hey, Shelby, where are we? We are actually in Florida City, Florida, right before we get to the Keys. That's funny. I didn't know there were superchargers in the Keys. I know, it's so remote, you wouldn't think. But there's actually another one halfway to Key West that you can charge. And then that same city has a turtle hospital. Let's have a trip preview again. Yeah. Hey, Shelby, what are we going to do while our car is supercharging? Well, we can go have some barbecue at Sunny's Barbecue right behind us. Or there's a golden corral over there. There's a paintless shoes store. Small places right here. That's wonderful. Time will fly. And what will you rate this supercharger to do? I would rate this supercharger a seven, only because we're right next to Walmart Supercenter, which morally I disagree with, but everything else is great. We're definitely not going there then. Nope. Now I want to thank you and all our fans and our Patreons. <coughs> and do you know? 99% of the people that start watching a super supercharger review makes it to the end. And we are so grateful. We could not do it without you. And now, now you know. Hey, that, that was our buddy Tracy in uh, Florida. Yeah. Tracy is working as our project manager on Now We Act. Yes. And we're making some fantastic strides forward all because of her. Yes. So thank you, Tracy. Thank we you, Tracy. could not be doing this without you. It is going to be so exciting when we get to launch this thing to you guys. So yes. stay tuned for that. All right. So what are the new superchargers this week? All right. Well, there is a bunch. The Kettleman uh, 40 stall supercharger is getting upgraded to version three supercharging. That's exciting. Uh, there's the two stall in South Padre Island, Texas. Now that is the closest supercharger to the Boca Chica uh, SpaceX plant. But get this, look at this map. Uh, it would take a 40 mile drive to get there because you have to go all the way back inland and all the way back out again. But it's a great place to watch the launches from. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that is, I mean, I think that might be one of the highest likelihoods that you're going to bump into Elon Musk at that supercharger. Oh, that's a good point if you if you time it for a launch. Yeah. Number one in Kazakhstan, the six... Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Would you just say Kazakhstan? Yeah, Kazakhstan. Very nice. Uh, it is the number one... It is the, well, it's the no, it's the best supercharger in Kazakhstan. It's the it only one. The only one. The six stall in uh, Nur Sultan in Kazakhstan. Wow, look at where that is on a map. That is halfway between Moscow and, and China. China. So I think that's where we're stopping. We just 
a couple more superchargers in there, and you could drive all the way from oh, Europe to China. Oh my gosh, Elon! Wouldn't that be exciting. Yes, Elon, do it. Wow. The 12 stall in Newport News, Virginia. The 8 stall in Hanover, Maryland. The 8 stall in Tahoe City, California. The 8 stall in Salem, Virginia. Number 488 in Europe is the 2 stall in Kokola, Finland. Number 724 in the USA, 1,681 in the world, the 20 stall at the Napa Premium Outlets in California. All right, it's time for the Patreon giveaway, and uh, we're going to be giving away a tote bag. Do you have it there? I have it right here, oh, in fact. Look at that. So it doesn't, not necessarily this one Oh, any exactly, tote bag you choose, But yeah. it's going to be this shape and size. Yeah, you go to ecoware.us, and we have plenty of tote bags there, so you check those out. It. Okay. Um, these are all designed with solar energy, by the way. They're completely carbon offset, and uh, when you buy a tea or a tote bag, we plant a tree. So help support the okay. show. Spread the word with ecoware.us. All right. All right, and what do we got, The winner Jess? this week is Neil Weaver. Congratulations, Neil. You are our Patreon winner this week. And thank you so much for being our Patreon. Our Patreon patron. And you guys have all made it to the end of the show. What you're seeing, um, some people ask from time to time, they're like, um, Zach and Jesse, what are all the names at the end? How, how do I These get my name up there? These people who support the show for $5 or more a month and have gotten their shoutouts. They've actually waited to get their shoutouts. These are people, I mean, I'm amazed because we we really try and limit the number of shoutouts that we do each week to keep it extra special, right. um, which means we do have a backlog. So people who have signed up for $5, I think we're at uh, the August, beginning of August. Beginning of August. So if you signed up then, those are the names that we're working through there. Um, and yeah, you get to be on this list of names there's because, so many because this is our credits I mean you know at the end of a movie you see the credits at the end those mm -hmm. are the people that made that movie possible you are the people who make this possible right. it's absolutely impossible for us to do this without you both moral support and financial right uh, and especially financially I mean YouTube does not YouTube has been paying less at the same rate that we've been growing so it's basically just been flatlined for a while yeah um which is a little scary because you're, you're like oh numbers going up and then the revenue is just the same um for our ad revenue which is super disappointing and sad um but it, the, the good news is that our patron support is able to keep this show alive, able to pay for the editors that make this show actually interesting and watchable. Um, they cut out all the times that, that we mess up, all the times that we have no idea what we're talking about or we, where we misspeak and we have to go back and, and fix it. And if we had to do that, if we had to do the editing, we wouldn't do this show at all. You know why? Because it's a lot of work. <laughs> and that's why we pay the money to do it because I, I wouldn't ever be able to do it at all and i want to give a special thank not, you not to, nearly as fast as they can and yes. as well as they can right. they're incredible yeah a uh, big brent, thank bobby, you to, exactly like, yeah uh, brent bobby why don't you go ahead and put your give yourselves a little thank you at the end i know that that's a little weird to give yourself a thank you but again we don't edit the show right um so give yourselves a thank you because you guys rock um and uh, yeah thank you so much for watching this episode of tesla time news we do it every single week and we've never missed one ever for 167 we can knock on like yeah okay good boom yeah we're heading off to la um we're gonna be uh live streaming the cybertruck event so pay attention thursday night um for that because it's gonna that, be an exciting night it, and then we friday. all want to know what it looks like yeah friday we're gonna be doing a wrap-up on our in-depth of what happened um we'll also be doing some live streams from the la auto shows showing you some cool stuff there so you definitely don't want to miss that it's a, it's a very exciting week we're so glad that you're here to join us uh, for it, and we'll see you next week. Now, now you know. know.